Welcome to the On Target Living Podcast, a place where health and human performance meet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Target Living Podcast. This is Chris Johnson, and today I am in our headquarters here in East Lansing, Michigan. It's a beautiful sunny day, and the temperatures here in Michigan are smoking hot. I think it's 88 degrees right now. Yesterday it got up to 92. I think most of the country right now is under the heavy heat of the summer already, but uh, I wanted to bring a conversation that we get on our webinars. We've done over 450 webinars since COVID hit. I'm really excited now. I've done four live events. My son and I, Matt, and my daughter, Kristen, we're now doing more live events coming up. I just got off the phone with a couple events coming up uh, later this summer, so we're really excited about that. But one of the questions we've been getting on a regular basis is, what about supplements, Chris? And so a big part of my presentation at the very beginning, I talk about our three principles. And again, I'm not gonna get into the weeds too much today, but the first principle we talk about cellular health. You know, is it good for my cells? You got about 50 trillion cells in the human body. Your body turns over tr cells regularly. The second one is pH balance. Is my body more neutral or the balance, or am I too acidic, which is very common right now in the United States because as the body becomes too acidic, one of the challenges the body has is inflammation starts to rise. And uh, to buffer that pH, your body uses precious minerals along with your lungs and your kidneys to bring it back into balance. So again, if my pH is out of balance. We're seeing that a lot with a lot of the supplements and a lot of the diets out there. My, again, I, I can lose weight, but if my pH is too acidic, I'm gonna lose these precious minerals. And so again, now we're talking about supplements again. But the big point I want you to really uh, take away today is the source. And I'll talk about it, I'll explain it, I'll do everything on our webinars, but people will still come back and ask me, what do you think about this supplement? So let's start from the very beginning. What is the source? Now in the human body, I'm gonna make this really crystal clear, if I was teaching you about nutrition, we would talk about nutrition 101, basic nutrition, is number one, what deficiencies are people facing? So for example, you might be deficient in, for example, vitamin D3, or I might be deficient in magnesium or omega-3 fats or whatever, but it's easy to become a deficient. I'm not getting that nutrient. Okay, I got that. Number two is just because I put it in the body, the body doesn't always absorb it. So just because you put it in the body does not mean your body's gonna break it down naturally and absorb it. So those are the two takeaways. Am I, what am I missing in my diet? And number two, what, I, what am I not absorbing? And so now we're into the supplements because the human body's not designed to consume nutrients in isolation. So what does that mean? So for example, vitamin C, synthetic form of vitamin C, it's gonna be harder for the body to break it down and absorb it than to eat some form of citrus like an orange. So that's why I'll explain this and people will still come back and say, what do you think about this supplement or that supplement? And I'll keep coming back to the source. What's the source? So when you think about supplementations, always you hear this all the time is, is there a need for supplementation? Do I get enough nutrients in my food? Well, here's where we begin. You start with the basics and you start with food. And if you start eating closer to the source, you cover lots of ground. 
So that's really our whole philosophy at Ontario Living. Before we start down the supplement path, whether I'm taking lipoic acid or vitamin C or vitamin D or whatever it might be, let's really target real food. Now I designed this food target in 1994. And why did I design it? Because people were still losing their mind about dieting and it's all based on the three macronutrients, carbs, proteins, and fats. And how do you improve the quality? Back to the source. So if you like peanut butter, like a Jif peanut butter, that's gonna be the, on, on the outside of the ring of the target, the red area, the processed food. This has 14 ingredients in it. First ingredient is partially hydrogenated oil, it's a trans fat. This thing will outlive everybody probably on this webinar or this, this uh, podcast today. But understanding, like if I like peanut butter, I get a better peanut butter. Just get closer to the source. And one of the handouts we have on our website is called Brand Favorites. The shopping list with better foods. Again, not getting not getting rid of pizza or macaroni and cheese, but making them better. And that's getting close to the source. All right, so let's get back to the supplements. Is there a need for supplementation? The soil's not the way it used to be. We, we get all that. But the bottom line in all this is, again, let's go back to the basics and what can I consume that covers lots of ground? And then maybe... I might be deficient in certain nutrient or trace minerals or what it might be, then I can go after that. But what I see is people are trying to jump way ahead. I'm gonna take magnesium. Okay, what is magnesium? Magnesium is a mineral of relaxation. So how many milligrams of magnesium? Wait a minute, let's stop. Step back and say what foods are high in magnesium? Maybe I need to start putting those in my diet. So for example, my morning breakfast is magnesium based. Oatmeal, magnesium. I sprinkle in some coconut, high in magnesium. Cacao nibs, real chocolate, I got it right here. Sprinkle in a little cacao, high in magnesium. Nuts, high in magnesium. Bananas or fruit or raisins, high in magnesium. So now, do I need to supplement magnesium? The answer would be no. Or an Epsom salt bath. I could take an Epsom salt bath at night. Epsom salts are high in magnesium. Take a couple cups, put it, soak in a bath. Now I'm consuming it. So if I'm deficient in magnesium, what happens? Headaches, high blood pressure, having trouble staying asleep. So magnesium is that mineral relaxation. You're seeing everybody saying, hey, I need a supplement of magnesium. No, no. You start out eating nutrients that are high in magnesium. All right, so I got the magnesium. We even have a handout on our website, magnesium foods. Now the other thing I'm hearing a lot about is probiotics. What is a probiotic? There's a whole podcast on probiotics. So what I want to understand about probiotic is if you are growing a garden in your gut, so imagine your garden, you know, you're building a, this healthy garden in the spring. That's your gut. That's where your immune system lives. So when you talk about pre, pro, and symbiotic foods, that's getting the garden ready. That's a prebiotic. A prebiotic, one of the greatest prebiotics out there, is a banana. So when people are saying, well, I'm cutting bananas out of my diet or I'm cutting fruit out of my diet, I'm cutting those nutrients out. Now I'm supplement with something else. When in reality, I'm gonna to try to build that garden. Here comes the probiotic. That's planting the healthy seed into the gut. What is a great probiotic? Well, you can get it in a pill form, but before we get on that path, maybe you decide to eat an apple. Apples are incredible probiotics or a lemon. Or a symbiotic is gonna be the cacao nibs or coconut. These are all nutrients that make your garden healthier. Hence, I'm probably losing the need for a pre, pro, or symbiotic food. 
or a supplement. So again, go back to the source. If I'm eating real sauerkraut that's refrigerated in the refrigerated section, that's going to be a fantastic probiotic. So now I'm building the healthy garden. Now I'm losing the need for some of these supplements because now the garden is already ready to grow. All right, so here's another one. I, I Google the top 10 supplements today. Number one on the list was vitamin D3. In fact, it's not a vitamin, it's a hormone. It's incredible, so, so many wonderful things. But we're deficient, again, the highest source of vitamin D3 is sunlight. So I highly recommend, especially morning sunlight, fantastic to help you sleep, but that's gonna boost your vitamin D. We have a handout on our website called Know Your Numbers. It's a blood test, one page. If you haven't, go to our website, look under resources. Again, we have a brand new app that's incredible now that has all these different tools in there. But underneath that resources, you're gonna see um, some of these, uh, new, these handouts. And one of the handouts is called Know Your Numbers and you see vitamin D3. So if you get your blood test, make sure you're getting a blood test maybe once, once in a while in the summer and once in a while in the winter because in Michigan in the summertime, we're gonna have higher levels of vitamin D3 levels because of the sun. But in the wintertime, it's going to be lower. But also, the highest source of vitamin D3 of any nutrient is cod liver oil. So we don't really recommend vitamin D3 in a supplement when you can take the cod liver oil. Why did we decide to go after our cod liver oil? Cod liver oil is high in omega-3 fats, high in DHA. So again, you mean I'm not taking a fish oil? No, this is your fish oil. This is high in DHA, high in EPA, great for brain health, heart health natural anti-inflammatory hormones. It does all this stuff. That's why we're so excited about it. But when the livers are frozen on the boat, again, getting in the weeds a little bit here, it maintains the integrity of the vitamin D3 in the cod liver. And so again, when they strip it out, then if they add it back in, why would I want to take vitamin D3 in a supplement when I consume the food? So again, by taking one to two tablespoons of cod liver oil a day, you're getting your vitamin D3 naturally in the source on top of the omega-3 fats, which is number uh, three on the list is omega-3 fats. So I have flax seeds up here, I have chia seeds. Again, back to the source, we got our cod liver oil. So you can see how we're moving away from supplementation more into good gut health, overall health, and the need to isolate these nutrients. And that's what I see every day. In fact, I was talking to a guy yesterday and he was bringing in his supplements we were talking about. It's all good stuff. But I said, your cod liver oil coming in the gel tablet has glycerin, it has fillers, it has all this stuff. And oh, by the way, it doesn't have that much vitamin D3 because it's added synthetic. Just again, here it is naturally, away we go. All right, so vitamin D3 was a big one. Omega-3 fats, these are big deals because if you're not consuming wild Alaskan salmon on a regular basis, you're probably deficient in omega-3 fats. If you're not doing the cod liver oil, you're probably deficient in vitamin D3. Now we're getting away from the supplements, we're getting back to the food, which is the source. All right, another big one was, we've already talked about that, it was magnesium, so you learned all about magnesium foods. But what about CoQ10? You know, I hear this all the time. In fact, I had this question yesterday with my, my brother-in-law, and he was asking about CoQ10. And somebody was asking him about it, and I'm like, okay, here's the deal. Your body naturally produces CoQ10. What is CoQ10? It's one of the most powerful antioxidants for the heart. And when you take a statin med to lower your cholesterol, one of the side effects of statin meds blocks CoQ10 production. Hence, in Canada, if you're prescribed a statin medication, 
you are prescribed a CoQ10 supplement. So if you are on a statin medication and lower cholesterol, by all means, I highly recommend taking CoQ10 in a supplement form. If you're not on a statin med, which I don't recommend anyway, then you don't need to eat, consume a nutrient or a supplement of CoQ10. Your body naturally makes CoQ10 if you're eating uh, a variety of, of carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, your body's going to make that. So that's a big one. How about a multivitamin? Well, Chris, you're going to be 64 years old in the fall, a few months. Do I take a multivitamin? I could. I've done it before. But if you decide you want to have, sometimes people think, I want the blanket protection. I want to take a multivitamin because, Chris, I don't eat very well. Okay, I get that. So here's what I would recommend in a multivitamin. Make sure you're getting a whole food multivitamin. So if the multivitamin says you're looking for a nutrient like beta carotene, beta carotene is anything foods in orange color, like a sweet potato or carrots. Those are foods high in beta carotene, vitamin A. So when you're thinking, okay, I got that. But if you looked at, it says high in, in beta carotene, but you don't see carrots and sweet potatoes in the ingredient list, then you know it's a synthetic multivitamin. That's a no-no. Again, put in my body, doesn't mean your body's gonna break it down. Highly recommend buying a whole food multivitamin. You could get that at your health food store and ask them about that. There's many brands out there. But if you wish to consume a multivitamin, make sure you're consuming a whole food multivitamin. About 90% of the multivitamins on the market today, 90% are synthetic. So again, we got to get away from these synthetic nutrients in isolation. That's not healthy for the human body. All right, so what's really also high in there? Well, vitamin C. This to me is ridiculous. Why would I have to take vitamin C? Now, Linus Pauling came in years ago talking about the benefits of vitamin C. Fantastic breakthroughs research. I love that. But when you see these crazy diets right now, like uh, again, keto could be a, 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 a healthy option for people short-term. But long-term, if you're cutting carbohydrates out of your diet, especially fruits, now you see we're probably going to be deficient in vitamin C. So why would I want to cut an orange out of my diet? Or some types of fruits that are high in vitamin C, like uh, oranges or lemons or things like that. Ladies and gentlemen, Let's get out of that crazy mindset. There's nothing wrong. We were talking the other day. You can eat a piece of beef jerky that's been sitting in a store for months on end, but you're afraid to eat an apple. That doesn't make any sense. So again, when you hear people saying, well, Chris, I'm, I'm deficient in B vitamins. Well, one of the highest sources of B vitamins is ancient grains. I consider them like oatmeal. It could be a superfood. So again, that's where I'm getting my B vitamins by eating some of these real foods. And the last thing we get into is like turmeric. These can be fantastic, but you're getting whole turmeric. Or I'm a big fan of ginger. So if you go to the grocery store, you can buy ginger in a salt shaker. It could be great. You could buy turmeric in a salt shaker. It could be great. But again, I'm getting a higher quality. Maybe I'm getting organic turmeric, organic ginger. But you also could get ginger root and you could peel it and cut it in nice little chunks, and you could put it in hot water, you could put it in a smoothie. These are things I want you to think about when you think about supplementation. If you bring these into your diet on a regular basis, the supplementation 
goes starts getting further and further away. So that's the point today is I want you to make sure that when we think about supplementation, number one, what are we missing? Number two, what are we not breaking down and absorbing? Because the human body is not designed to consume nutrients in isolation. And I'll say this on our webinars and people will still ask the question, what do you think about that? Here's another one we get a lot. What do you think about protein powder? Okay. There's better quality protein powders. You can get plant-based, pea. There's lots of options out there, hemp. Um, so there's lots of options, but protein powders are isolates. They put a lot of demand on your kidneys. And one of the kidney functions we're always looking for, this is on Know Your Numbers, is called GFR, glomular filtration rate. And the harder the kidneys have to work, that number starts to drop. And I've seen a lot in the last handful of years that people at a young age, their GFRs are going down, their kidney functions are being taxed because they're consuming too much protein powder. Again, back to supplementation. Well, Chris, if I'm making a smoothie, what would I put in my smoothie to add a little more protein? Okay, this is simple, Chris. One easy thing to do is Brazil nuts or pumpkin seeds. They're not only high in omega-6 fats, they're high in selenium and zinc, which aid testosterone for both men and women, but they're also high in protein and fat. So again, I just throw some nuts in my smoothie, or one of my favorite things to do is hemp seeds. Hemp seeds are high in the omega-6 fat, fantastic for the body, but also they're high in protein. So I'll take a scoop or two of the real seeds. They're nice and gummy, they're easy to do. It's a plant-based, a form of a protein and an omega-6 fat. Here it comes now. I'm not doing the protein powder that I hear so many more people. So again, we're getting back to getting away from the supplements, understanding, getting close to the source and real food. And if you ask the question in the future, what am I missing? Start with the big three macronutrients. Your carbs, are you consuming fats or uh, uh, fruits? Are you consuming vegetables? Are you consuming ancient grains or some starchy carbohydrates? Nothing better for gut health than a potato. If you start cutting those out, you can see why we have more need to maybe supplement. Back to protein. You can get lots of proteins from plants. Do I eat animal protein? The answer is yes. But a goal is for me is I'm eating less animal, more plant. But if I do eat animal, I try to upgrade that Again, what am I missing? Again, a lot of your B vitamins are coming from animal-based protein and grains and things like that. And then I move to healthy fats. Saturated fat like coconut, monounsaturated fats like avocados and extra virgin olive oil, macadamias. And then we go to the polys, which is the omega-3, the cod liver oil, high in vitamin D3 on top of the omega-3, the flax, the chia, high in fiber, high in lignans. And then we, and, and chia is very high in magnesium, hence, don't need a whole lot of magnesium supplementation. And then we go to the omega-6 fats. That's the hemp, Brazil nuts, pumpkin seeds, black currant uh, seed oil, things like that. But again, not a lot of demand. So the last thing I want to mention here is this. So question I get a lot is what supplements do you take? Well, I kind of don't look at them as supplements. I look at them as food. So some of the target areas, if you think about what are the oldest foods in the world? Grass, back to my wheatgrass, why I'm a big fan of wheatgrass, because wheatgrass is high in minerals. That's why we sell the frozen wheatgrass comes to your house. So if you never tried it before, 
It's incredibly high in minerals over 90. So you mean I don't have to take all these minerals? No, I'm getting it in my wheat grass. Comes in a frozen ice cube right to your house. Many of you are already doing that. So again, I take about five cubes a day, first thing in the morning on an empty stomach, great for my gut health, high in all these uh, minerals, done. The other thing I'm doing on a regular basis, as I mentioned earlier, I'm doing cod liver, I take one to two tablespoons of that because I'm not consuming enough omega-3 fats and my vitamin D3. I throw some flax seeds or chia seeds in a smoothie a few times a week. I throw some ginger in there. I use coconut and cacao nibs on my oatmeal every day. I'm always using some type of frozen berries when they're in season, which there are now in Michigan. I'll be doing fresh fruit and then maybe some raisins, but I'm always doing oatmeal. I want that. Again, high breakfast in magnesium. And then my other supplement that I use is spirulina chlorella. And that's a freshwater algae, one of the oldest foods in the world, high in nucleic acid, great for gut health. But it's almost my immune system rejuvenator. And so those are my things I do every day, wheatgrass in the morning, cod liver in the morning, spirulina chlorella throughout the day. And then I really focus on magnesium foods and, and vitamin uh, B foods and just eating whole foods, carbs, proteins, and fats. And when you do that, the need for supplementation starts to disappear. Guy I was working with just recently comes into my office, worked with him. He's on 11 different supplements. Again, not saying that's, you know, we need to get rid of all that, but let's step back and say, what can we get rid of? And we replace that with eating real food because, again, the body likes to consume nutrients, not in isolation, but in whole foods. So I'll leave you with that today. Again, let's start with the basics. Let's go back to understanding. Uh, what am I deficient in? If I'm eating the three macronutrients, I'm probably covering lots of ground, especially if I get close to the source. Use the food target as a guide. And then again, just because I put it in my body does not mean your body's going to break it down. We're not, body's not designed to consume nutrients in isolation. We're designed to eat real food. And if we start doing that, the body's going to get most of what it needs. And that's the point of today. So let's get back to some basics. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Check out our new app, which is incredible. Stephen Glenn, our creative director, has done a fantastic job with that. If you have any other questions, check out our community event. we got one coming up later this month. And then uh, the Wednesday workouts, we're going to be doing workouts, uh, continuing instruction uh, pieces. Look for more and more content along the way. And last but not least, if you got any questions, send me an email. My name, Chris Johnson, at ontarioliving.com, all one word. We're here to help you. We have a fantastic team, and I uh, wish everybody have a fantastic uh, the rest of the month. We'll see you next time.